There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, this is Philippa at QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I'm very well indeed. Just got back from a conference and I have to say I saw something I have never seen before. So uh, sitting in the car, once I got to the conference, before I went in, there was a woman in the car next to me and she was applying her makeup, fair enough, but she was applying it by holding the mascara still and moving her head from side to side. Is this is this what everyone else does? And I don't know. Have I been doing it wrong forevermore? Do you know, I'm suddenly thinking that now. I was just going to tell you because I thought it was quite funny. Not in a horrible way, just in an interesting way. But now I'm thinking that possibly every other person that applies mascara uh, applies it in that way. And I'm the only one not doing that. So anyway, there we go. Enough about me. Um, I thought in this episode we'd do a special because Richard and Judy have published their new short list of books to read and I thought it'd be worth talking about those books, talking a bit about Richard and Judy and uh, seeing what you think. So let's get stuck in. So Richard and Judy, now I do have listeners from around the world so I'll just try to put a bit of context with this. Richard and Judy are husband and wife and they are authors, journalists, but also they're very well known as being uh, TV presenters together, the two of them, presenting morning programmes. Then they went on to have their own show uh, in on Channel 4 about five o'clock at, at night, I think it was. I should remember having sat on the sofa with them myself live on the programme to talk about work things. Uh, so that was very interesting um i won't go in i won't give any any secrets away but it was a it was very interesting to meet to meet them both and they are just as you would imagine but in 2004 for the first time on their evening show they started including um a book section and they would review books and talk about them a bit like the oprah winfrey uh book club and then I think it was 2009 they stopped their show, that in, in the evening show. So the next year, 2010, um, they launched a website in conjunction with WH Smith, so still continuing those book reviews, and they've been doing that ever since. Uh, if you like book podcasts, hopefully you do because you're listening to mine. Anyway, if you like 
book podcast, um, they do one where each, in each episode they interview one of the authors that they've selected and they just talk about the books, writing styles, all different things. Um, sometimes I feel they give the plot away a bit too much, but I don't know if that's just me. But it's just nice, quite short, uh, sort of 12, 15 minutes podcast. So want to consider it if you haven't before. But obviously, please keep still listening to me. Thank you very much. Um, so they do these podcasts where they interview the authors and the shortlists are brought out what well, it used to be four times a year to coincide with the different seasons. But it seems like it's happening more frequently now. Not that that's a problem for me. More books, the better. There tend to be about six books in each shortlist. And primarily they are fiction books. A few have been non-fiction, but usually it's fiction and why am I making such a big fuss about these? Why am I doing a special podcast about them? Well, because you just have to look at the sales figures. They're making some authors um, millionaires from just putting the, the book on the shortlist. It's quite incredible the difference it has in sales figures. So it's important for authors and it's important for us that we get to see different books, some of which you would expect to see but others are surprises ones you might not have heard about so I think it's a really good way of promoting books and and promoting reading um, they're very successful they get a lot of publicity of course with the uh, sponsorship with WH Smith a sort of promotion there there's in-store attention to it all as well um, and there's, there's just a lot of interest in it I mean reading is a big business so you're going to see lots of focus on it um, now what do I like about these lists well as I say I like it because it features books that I might not have heard about before um, there's usually some really good pacey thrillers that's not always the way but usually there are some really good ones that you can rely on what I don't like about it is um don't I like about it some of the books are not my sort of thing at all but that's just a case of me having to read a bit more about each book not just blindly buying them and uh, seeing which ones stand out to me so overall it, it's a win-win I think um, there was talk that the, the contract between Richard and Judy and WH Smith would end this year but then there was announcement that it's actually been carried forward till about 2022 so we don't need to worry right now so that's all good so without further ado drum roll let's get on to the books so the first one is called Sleep by C.L. Taylor. This one has had quite a bit of promotion. I am, uh, I can't talk about it too much today because I've got to review the audiobook version of that in a couple of weeks. I'm going to do a whole feature on audiobooks. But just to say it's a sort of a thriller, um, a locked room Agatha Christie type of book. It's set in a hotel. There are seven guests. Everybody's got a secret, but somebody's a killer. Who is it and why? It, it's, a, it's a good read, and uh, I can understand exactly why that book is on that list. Uh, brilliant author, and uh, one certainly to be watching. The next one is called My Sister the Serial Killer, and that's by Oyinka Braithwaite. That's a very interesting but a very different dry dark funny book I actually listened to it on the audio version and that that was super as well um, it's a story about as the title would suggest a sister who gets a phone call um, from her sister 
and the, she's been told that uh, there's somebody that's been killed and uh, she needs to go and immediately help her sister by clearing up after the body. Um, it, so it's quite a, a, a different sort of way to start a book. And it's about the relationship between the two sisters at, at the end of it. Um, but it's done, in, as I say, in a dry way. It's not your typical murder mystery. It's not a detective, nothing like that. Yes, there's, there's obviously murder there, but it's more about the, the pull and push of being a sister uh, and the relationship of the family, how they've got to where they are, and um, just what's sort of going on in the in the mind of the sister who who gets the phone call. So that's well worth a read. The next one, uh, newsflash, I haven't read this yet. It's called My Lovely Wife by Samantha Downing. This looks just my cup of tea, so I would hope to read that very soon. It, it's We're told that it's about a married couple, they're in love, they've got two children, all's well, but is it? that there's a, a dark secret, a very dark se secret, and we're told that there will be twists, twists and even more twists. Now, the one problem with saying that is, OK, yes, it sparks my enthusiasm and I think, perfect, that's the book for me, I'll order it. But then that can let me down because my expectations, therefore, are so high that the twists are just going to completely shock me and keep me riveted while I read it. I sincerely hope that is true, but that's just my one one worry with that. But hey, let's try. Let's try it. Uh, the next book, again, I haven't read this one, probably not going to. It's called The Butterfly Room by Lucinda Riley. Um, she is uh, a well-published author, so you can see the sort of books that she's published previously. It's based on a character called Posey, who is um, approaching her 70th birthday. And she's wondering whether she should sell her family home, which she loves. She's lived in it for forever. What to do? And then some, there's some change. Um, the, her first love reappears on the scene. But why is he there? What's the story with that? She encounters problems with her sons. One has a, his business is going badly. The other one has been away for 10 years and suddenly reappears. So it sounds like it's about secrets. Um, and if you're into that sort of more family um, style of writing, then I think that would be a very good one. They've obviously picked it for a reason. So that's, that seems perfectly commendable to me. Now, the next book is called The Sentence is Death by Anthony Horowitz. If you don't know Anthony, if you haven't read his books, if you haven't seen him talk, then please do so because he's he's a funny guy, very talented, writes a lot for TV as well as all, all the books. And these this is actually the second of two. And that's why I'm quite concerned that they've put this one in because I do think it's better to read the first one then you know exactly where you are because it is... It is an odd setting. So this is a fiction book, but it's about a private investigator called Daniel Hawthorne, quite a dry, serious character. And he follows Anthony Horowitz round, the writer, and they have to uh, deal with some murders and all sorts of things that, that come their way. So the Anthony Horowitz in the book is 
the, the same or similar type of person as the author, but it is written in a completely fictional way. So that's like me writing a story about Philippa going out on a day trip to a bookshop. Ooh, let's not even start thinking about that one. No. Anyway, um, so it, it's so weird. It's so different. And I love it. I particularly like listening to Anthony's books on audio. Um, I had to paint part of the house one day and I thought, oh, I just don't know how I'm going to do it. And then boom, up popped the notification that that book was available. And would I like to listen to it? Yes, I would. Thank you very much. Paintwork done. Beautiful. Picasso, eat your heart out. Actually, that's probably not the best example. Um, but done beautifully. And I enjoyed it because I was listening to a good book. So hopefully that's a, that's a sign. So uh, as I say, Anthony Horowitz, read his books, please. But I would suggest actually doing it in order. So the first one is called The Word is Murder. And the second one is called The Sentence is Death. Um, in this one, there is a celebrity divorce lawyer who's found at the beginning of the book bludgeoned to death. And it's about working out what happened again, who and why. But in a very different approach, really recommend those, those books to you. Um, and the, then the final book is called The Familiars by Stacey Halls. I haven't read this one and I'm intrigued as to whether it's one I will enjoy or not. To begin with, I thought not, but the more I read up about it, I, I don't know, it could well be worth reading. So, see what you think. It's about a 17-year-old uh, noblewoman. She has tried to have babies and found herself pregnant the fourth time. None have been successful so far. And she's really hoping that, that all's going to be well until she comes across a letter by her doctor saying that this is going to be just as unsuccessful. Um, so she comes across a new, a young midwife, and uh, this midwife says she can help her deliver a healthy baby. All good. Of course, this is set in a time when there is uh, are all the problems with witchcraft, the trials, and there start to be whispers that the midwife is a witch. And it's about the, the main character trying to help the midwife. Uh, she's got her own issues with the pregnancy. And it's a, a sort of a historical... It's got different elements, so it's historical. You've got the witchcraft, you've got the relationship of this young girl in this world and trying to fit in and uh, wanting desperately to have a baby and just how it's all going to work out. So I don't know if in the end it is it is more witchcraft or more personal, but it's uh, it could be quite interesting, actually. You know, it's one of those where you pick it up and you think, oh, I'm not sure if this is for me, and you read it and suddenly you think, oh, I'd never have picked it up, but I'm so glad I did one of the best books. And again, I suppose that's why I come back to the Rich and Judy shortlist being a good idea because... I literally would not have even considered it if, if it hadn't been on the shortlist and I was having to do a bit of reading about it. So I think that that does sound quite interesting. So you've got quite a few books there to consider um, that I think all sound really good. Um, particularly, I would rate My Sister the Serial Killer, uh, The Sentence is Death, Sleep as well. Um, very intrigued to read My Lovely Wife. And oh, may I possibly start reading the familiars yes I might I might listen to that on audiobook as well I've got a lot of driving to do at the moment and that really helps pass the time so 
So we'll see about that one. So there we are. That is my quick review on Richard and Judy. I'm not going to do reader's question or anything like that today because I have waffled on but please get in touch please let me know what you think about the Rich and Judy shortlist books I'm not paid by them I'm not sponsored by them so I don't know why I keep saying their names but anyway I just think it was an interesting subject to cover but please let me know I appreciate all that you say when you get in touch it's just brilliant you can email me at quickbookreviews at outlook.com and you can of course contact me on Instagram where I put up a lot of the photos of books I've been reading. So please get in touch and I will be back again very soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.